Yeah. This is the Pastor's Podcast, motherfucker. Hello, hello, and welcome <laughs> to the Inglorious Bastards podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and why Denzel Washington strangled Aretha Franklin. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Matt Polly, Brad Polly, and together we are the Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, can we go back to that? Oh, yeah. We can. Dude, you oh, do I do that every, every, week. Week. every week. I got to start paying attention. Um, anyway. Uh, this time they actually heard me screw that up. Um, it's not that Denzel Washington and not that Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently somebody named Denzel Washington strangled somebody named Aretha Franklin. It oh, by the way, with that uh, with that intro, I'm thinking that's a record on how, how quickly we lost people. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. five oh, seconds in. Well, we're done. Oh, shit. <laughs> they said motherfucker. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Brad, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm good. Good. Yeah. Great. Splendid. Had a good day off. Got Richard Rohr's book in the mail yesterday. His new book, The Divine Dance. Started what? reading it today. How many uh, Rohrs would you give it? Oh, five out of five. And it, I, honestly, I think it's the book that everything else he's written has led up to this book. The culmination of I all mean, of it Richard Rohr. Mine will be here in the mail tomorrow. Dude, I, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, I was like bracketing off and underlining just everything. The whole book. It was unbelievable. Meanwhile, I got uh, the the illustrated version of Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter. <laughs> Congratulations, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, good, good for you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, what are you guys drinking? You're a, you're a spiritual giant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking. Uh, oh my gosh! Apparently, I caught whatever Michael has. Yeah. Uh, I got Sierra Nevada's Fall Pack, which is very good. I highly recommend it. Is it is good. Um, their Hoppy Wheat American IPA. That's nice. It's 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 probably my favorite beer of the four that came in that pack. Um, and they're all really good, but this one is exceptionally good. Uh, it's it's basically an IPA, It's, but it, it just has a really crisp flavor to it and really citrusy flavor. So, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's good. Yeah. Um, I am drinking a beer sent to us many moons ago uh, by Nathan Miller West. I uh, forgot about it. It was in my crisper in my uh, my beer fridge in my garage. Um, and I saw it today and I'm like, oh, we got we to gotta try that. Um, it's called um, Black Session IPA, Easy Black IPA by the Tin Barrel Brewing Company. It's a seasonal ale. So I think it was from last season and we're drinking it this season. It's really good. It is very good. It's very good. Yeah. It's got a lot of... Uh, a head to it, a lot of foamy, foamy, foamy foamerson. So, do, so, <laughs> do, so do you. You have a yes, lot of head to you too. Um, it's very good. Yeah. I, uh, I would, I would say, get it if you're in the Oregon, Oregon, Oregon area. area. Yes, all twelve of you. <laughs> um, and Brad, what do you got? Uh, I'm having the vanilla porter from Breckenridge Brewing Company in Colorado. I've, it's, it's one of my favorite. Uh, sort of colder weather beers. It's, it's good. It's it's man. It's good. Yeah, like it's a great porter, but then it's got nice vanilla sort of aftertaste, and it's lovely. It's lovely. It is. Um, and that's the one in the the the, the moon uh, shaped yes glass. I don't is. know what you call that. What kind of glass uh, would you call that? I don't know. A snifter. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Did brand, you bring a brandy snifter? Basically. Did you bring your own? No, this is Matt's. Oh, 
darn it. Yeah. Um, Goodwill's a place to get stuff like that, by the way. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of glassware from uh, from there. I don't know what I'm doing. We should go sometime. Okay. Just go to Goodwill date and you get me beer, beverage glasses. <laughs> it's really not that hard. No, I don't know not. anything about them. You I, go and you pick out ones you like and then you <laughs> buy them and then you walk out the store with them. It's just tell easy. me you're going to take me on a Goodwill date. I'm not taking you on any kind of date whatsoever. <laughs> hey, that's the thing. Did you hear about the Goodwill date? No. It's when people go to Goodwill and have like $10... Um, budgets and they buy the person they're on the date with their outfit for the date and then they go somewhere nice and fancy. Does that come with bed bugs or without? <laughs> that yes. sounds like minutes of fun. Yes. We should do it. You want to do it? Yeah, that sounds like something Steve Potts would have done in college. It does. Yeah. That would be so much fun. Um, uh, hi, Potts. Hey, yeah. buddy. Hey, buddy. Um, so we're going to go into the news feed. Who wants to go first? Uh, go ahead. I don't have mine up yet. Okay. Um, That's what she said. From wow. Huffing. Oh, wow. Gosh. HuffingtonPost.com. Creationist group wants you to tell trick-or-treaters they're going to hell. <laughs> uh, so this is for Michael. I'm dedicating this to Michael. Uh, uh, this comes from the group Answers in Genesis. Oh, man. <laughs> of course I it does. Our buddies down <laughs> at Answers in Genesis. Uh, is that Answer in Genesis? Yeah. I don't remember that. AIG. Uh, I don't remember yeah. that. No, I mean, I don't remember that answer being in yeah. Genesis. Oh, they're going um, to hell if you subscribe to there's a, Halloween. A f- they, they want you to give trick-or-treaters fake $1 million bills. Oh my gosh! Uh, trick or treaters. Keep in mind these are children, right? Okay. Yeah. They read such things as "Have you ever lied, stolen, or used God's name in vain?" The penalty for your crimes against God is death and eternal hell. Uh, there's a bill featuring a dinosaur that says, "Have you ever lied, stolen, hated, dishonored your parents? Have you looked with lust?" So it's like a God, dollar bill. It's a million dollar bill. Of course. God says that that's the same <clears throat> as committing adultery in your heart. A message on the bill reads it as describes Ugh. as it describes the Ten Commandments. That's so. And gross. if you've broken any of these rules, you're doomed. The penalty, quote unquote, the penalty of sin is death and eternity in hell. You're giving these to fucking children wow. instead of candy. Like that's if you're gross. if you're doing that, you are a terrible human being. That's pretty bad. I mean, we all know that. I mean, obviously, according to the, according to them, Halloween it has quote unquote evil intent. <laughs> quote unquote, <laughs> quote, quote unquote, considerable paganism and quote unquote, the glorification of sensuality, death, and demons. You know, like how they talk about evil intent in Halloween. How evil is it for when a kid who's just going out and having fun, he's yeah. not creating any problems, going out and have, I know how fun it is for my kids to go to somebody's door and say trick or treat and get a piece of candy. Yeah, man. While dressed up. It's a blast for yeah. them. And I enjoy watching it. So they talk about evil intent. How evil is it? For a little kid who's excited to come to your door and get told he's going to hell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're yeah, going to but hell, it's, buddy. it's the kids that are evil because they want candy. Yeah. Screw you. Um, do you know what uh, answers in Genesis, what their, uh, what their stance is, how they got the dinosaurs on the ark? I just found this out because my niece went. Uh, they're baby dinosaurs. That's how they get all the dinosaurs on uh, the ark. Of course they are. Because the little bitty baby dinosaurs, little baby T-Rexes. I wonder if there were... That's, that's pretty convenient. I wonder if uh, yeah. all the unicorns died off in the Ark, there's, and that's why we don't have them anymore. It's probably... There's no, there's no shoehorning to get that uh, to get yeah. that to fit into your theory. Good yeah. Lord. We talk about something besides this. Like, seriously, like, my son, my six-year-old is going to go as... Or he'll be seven, I guess, on Halloween. He'll be, he's going as uh, Mario Cat. It's literally Mario dressed as a cat. Please tell me how that's more evil than right. out Inception. Dinosaur. It, I like how just, it's a thing of a thing. It's just insane to me. I just, I can't. Uh, Let me think of another way to do that. And don't, I'm please, go, can, we, can, we, can we, don't have harvest parties. 
<laughs> have a, just call it a have Halloween a goddamn party. Halloween party. <laughs> you dress up. Don't call it a freaking harvest party, please. Um, please, uh, please don't. No, call it a Hallelujah hoedown, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. that uh, is pastor approved. But let's let's go back to your son's son's costume. Okay. It's it's Mario as a cat. Yes. What's another one we could do? <clears throat> could, could I do Luke Skywalker dressed as a turtle? You can do whatever you want to do. I don't care. That would be sweet. He has a stuffed animal that's Mario as a cat, so he's going as that. I know, but you see what I'm saying, though? No, I'd never see what you're saying, ever. <laughs> like, ever. That would be sweet. Move on. Brad, what do you got? <laughs> okay. What do you so think Luke Skywalker went to went, went uh, Halloween trick-or-treating as? Uh, when he you, was Michael. A, a womp rat, shut up. You're Go. his hero. I bet it was a Jawa. <sighs> I, want Luke, I want to be Luke Skywalker as a Jawa. Just let the old leg humper finish. <laughs> oh, okay. Tell me when you're done. All right, go ahead. Okay, so... Uh, in Edmonton, uh, which is in Canada, for those that don't know, <laughs> uh, road construction crew. There was a very a huge major road construction project that had been going on for a long time. So it's basically Indiana. Yeah, it's like yeah, all of Indiana. Indiana um, or Indiana. Stop so it. So when they Indiana when they finished when they finished the project, uh, it was on one of those you know one of those road signs. It's got the script that scrawls yeah. on it or whatever. Uh, the workers were so excited they typed "We done, bitches" <laughs> <laughs> on the sign. <laughs> Says a delighted group of workers decided to celebrate completing a major roadworks project by changing the wording of a traffic sign to "We done, bitches." That's amazing. I uh, bet people were just thrilled. This is so funny. This is so great. This is such a great. Being a spokesperson would be like the worst thing ever, because this is transportation ministry spokesperson. Aileen Michelle said, 2,000 people worked very hard to bring this project to completion, and there's obviously a lot of pride in that work. It seems someone changed the sign as part of the celebrations. However, the wording is not the kind we would use, and we had it changed immediately. To mic drop. So <laughs> We're done. Mic yeah, drop. Yeah. So I just thought that was awesome. That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, it, was, it wasn't too long. Was it a couple years ago? Those got hacked by somebody here, like the Every ones that were one, around in Martinsville. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, that happens around the country. Did it say something places. about like a zombie apocalypse? Yeah. Or yeah. I think it did. Something yeah. that happens periodically. Yeah. That's good stuff. It can't be that sophisticated. That's the kind system. of hacking we endorse here at the uh, Pastards. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Michael, what do you have? I have a couple. I have three, but I'm not going to do all. Th- I'm going to do. Uh, one thing I just need to inform you, this is more like a public service annou- announcement. Um, there is now grass soda. Oh. You can get grass-flavored soda. Um, it's It's mowed and bottled in the USA. That's what it says on the label. Um, sounds, uh, sounds really good. You can get it at Rocket Fizz. Mm. They also have uh, dirt soda and peanut butter soda um, and pretty much whatever else. But I guess yeah, the peanut butter soda might be all right. They rated a, a 4.5. I'd want uh, about four ounces of that probably, and that'd be about enough. I would want nothing of dirt and nothing of grass. There's a I don't, I don't like, eat either of those things because they taste like shit. Have you ever so. had like those those green smoothie things? No. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eh, no thanks. <clears throat> if it's green, fan. I generally don't eat it. So. Well, that's. Which is why I'm gonna be dead in about two years. Yeah. So. If it's unless it's like um, ecto cooler, <laughs> <laughs> then you're on board. <laughs> that I will agree with. Um, okay, so there's that. Um, I mean, I may save the other one for later, but I do have one. Uh, this, this is, this is too good to, I can't let it, this guy's name's Andy Brown. He's, uh, from Ottawa. Uh, before I, I, I get to this, let me ask you, what is, this is something we've kind of talked about before. What's your, what, what's your, what's the best thing that McDonald's does? 
Food wise. French fries. French fries? Yeah, yeah. probably French fries. It's not even Second best thing. Coke. Yeah. Well, you their coke's amazing. Their coke, it no, it's amazing. Like, do you know why it's good? It's because the straw is bigger, and so you get more liquid, and it stays cooler. Really? Hashtag. No, that's not the one. That's not. That is true. That's not the only reason why. No. They have the right mix of there's syrup. A, there's a mix of syrup. There's yeah, a mix and the too. straw plays a part into it. It's a it's well, it a might play a part, but I'm not, I wouldn't say that I, that's like the. All right. What else? Food wise. Uh, Coke is not food. I like, I'm a big I fan like, of the, the regular cheeseburgers. Their burgers are good, man. I really, right. Screw you guys. We're talking about McNuggets here. Come on. That's not. They. You know what? Screw the McNuggets. The McNuggets were fine until they took away hot mustard in from them. I, I haven't ordered them since. All right. So, um, Andy Brown was a big fan of the um, the, the McNuggets. Um, he worked at McDonald's, and uh, he's 31 years old, and. The, you know, the store manager noticed six months ago that large quantities of nuggets were missing. Um, so they installed additional security cameras in various strategic locations throughout the restaurant. Over the nuggets? Yes. And they were finally able... Nug- nugget cam? Yeah. They were finally able to identify the problem. Um, they were extremely shocked when they f- saw um, our good friend Andy Brown um, going into the freezer with his hands full of um, condoms and lubricant. Um, well, this took a turn. Well, that wait. escalated quickly. So, a uh, a search of Mr. Brown's locker revealed a large jar of Vaseline and dozens of unused condoms. And I love that it says dozens. Um, <laughs> so, the Ottawa um, chief uh, police of uh, police chief Charles Berdalo um, says that the investigation showed that Mr. Brown had clearly stolen at least eighty to hundred pounds of um, McNuggets over the last few months. That's a lot of nuggets. That's a lot um, of nuggets. He butt smuggled them. Oh. Yep. They were oh. butt smuggled. That is not where I saw that going. So he, um, a cavity search revealed four four condoms filled with frozen nuggets. See, I don't understand how this is possible. Four. Like, I really don't understand. Four condoms. Like, you'll hear stories about people getting busted in the airport with like, 80 pounds of heroin shoved up their ass. I'm like, sure how does that happen? I'm sure that wasn't 80 pounds at one time. It was well, over no. the pa- the last few months. I don't think he had 80 pounds of <laughs> nuggets butt smuggled. Um but he they had four condoms whenever he was caught. <laughs> smuggled up his butt. Well, how many how many nuggets for each condom did it say? Uh, there it doesn't say. Um <laughs> like a meal. Yes. I'll take a six piece. But between uh, December 2015 and. God, these smell like shit. <laughs> and uh, um, September 2016. Um, that's a lot of freaking nuggets. Eight that's a lot, nuggets. Of nuggets. that's nuggets. a lot of nuggets. Yep. So um, he's going to appear, appear in court in, uh, in <laughs> very soon <laughs> with a rectum full of nuggets. Yep. Rectum. Dang near killed him. <laughs> Uh, that's the punchline to a joke. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that is that's um, into the newsfeed. Wow, that's yeah, that's that's a, that's one of your better stories, actually. That's yeah, uh, it's it's that is not where I saw that going. Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody <laughs> did. <laughs> I don't think that's actually that's, where it's supposed to go. That's why they installed cameras. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're gonna go into uh, fat pastards. Oh boy, um, we've moved. Oh, God. We've that's moved. That's I'm terrified. We no, moved look. the location. So I saw. I saw what you brought. So let's go ahead and <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Yeah. And and play the, play the music. And I have no idea what you brought. So no, here we go. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> God, dang it! Put those on a separate track, dude. Yeah. I, 
They are on a separate track. It's just on a playlist that plays consecutively. <laughs> Put them on a separate playlist. It would take too much time. I'll do it for you. It's like three weeks. Just in play. A row. We, we'll, we'll do it on a Goodwill date. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Play the song. Play the song. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> okay, we got a couple of goodies tonight. Okay. Uh, one is not going to kill us, <laughs> and the other one might. So, uh, uh, first of all, actually, that's uh, okay. Let's do these first. Yeah. Uh, these <laughs> just realized the name of these is Balson. <laughs> it's the uh, brand. These are Balson. <laughs> do you, do you know, I'm 40 years old. I just left at the word ba- Balson. Excuse Balson me. Balson Waffle. Excuse me. Is that your Balson? What? Son, is that your ball son? That's your ball son. Uh, well, you know why I pulled you over? Uh, waff, <laughs> waff, waffleton is what these are called. Okay. This is made in Germany. Oh, good. We like Never Germany. had them. They're basically rolled up waffles with uh, dipped in chocolate. So oh. these are going to be delicious. Oh, yeah. I like German. People. I see nothing okay. wrong with these, and no. I think they're going to be... Uh, how do we want to rate these? We can only assume that they have sausages inside of them because they're German. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Yeah, we can. They're listening to us opening yeah. the package. Uh, How do you want to rate these? Um, bratwurst. Schnitzels. Schnitzels. Yeah. Out of five schnitzels. Okay. How many schnitzels? All right. Where did you find one. this at? Uh, these were at Walmart. What? Yeah, really. All right, let's All right. try these. Let's, Thanks, let's back away from the back microphone. We chew. We got to. Yeah. yeah, we got we got chewed out because yeah. we were <laughs> too moist with our <laughs> crunches. Mm. Oh, well. Hmm. It's very good. <laughs> I'm trying not to be moist. Uh, I could eat a box of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those like are five uh, minutes. You know, what those, you know what those remind me of is the uh, the wafer cookies. Yeah, those are great. Mm-hmm. They had the consistency of the wafer cookies. <clears throat> the pink and orange and the brown yeah. ones. Very uh, good. Mm, yeah. I give those four. That's four out of five schnitzels for me. I go four schnitzels. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I go five schnitzels. That's really? very good. Really? really nice. Okay. Mike, if I can Mike, eat it in five Mikey, minutes. he likes it. Yeah, those are uh, those are ridiculous. You could eat those all day long. I haven't yeah. had a whole lot of uh, Balsun products, but so <laughs> I approve of Balsun think, products. Things that you you this can't. Things that you really don't want to eat all day long. So remember last week we had the uh-huh. the thing about the death chip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. The brand Paki. Is mm-hmm. that how we decide yeah. where we land on yeah. that? They had these at our Walmart, the the brand, Paki. And I was like, huh, well, that looks familiar. And then I saw that they have uh, haunted ghost pepper uh, tortilla uh, chips. God. <clears throat> so you, you might want to not eat this. No, no, oh, we're all doing no, this. I'm, no, I'll no, do screw it. you. We're all doing okay. I need to clear my sinuses Jeez. anyway. Okay, have you had so, one yet? No, I haven't. Uh, in, just in case you're wondering, these do have actual ghost pepper in them. These are uh, not like the... You read the, pro- the in- ingredient list? Uh, it is number four on the ingredient <laughs> list. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It goes ground corn, canola oil, salt, ghost pepper. Also has cayenne pepper oh, and chipotle shit. pepper powder. Well, suck me sideways. We're going to die. I wish we'd all <laughs> been ready. Hold on. we got to do this all at once. This is going to be bad. Oh, man. Uh, what, what's if, our rating oh, system wait, for these? If you, if you don't like expletives, I suggest you turn it off what, right uh, now. Because I'm guessing. What's the rating system on this? Um... Teardrops. Rounds of explosive diarrhea. Uh, let's rate this out of uh, powerhouse rounds of diarrhea. Uh, no, I wanted to do Zero teardrops to on Taylor Swift's guitar. 
No, let's do uh, powerhouse rounds of diarrhea. Zero to five powerhouse rounds of, of diarrhea. Okay. Ready? Here we go. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's like making me sneeze. Oh, man. Oh. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh. oh. That's hot. Oh, my God. <gasps> really? Why are we not doing video right now? Dude, it's pretty hot. Oh, oh it's getting worse. It's building. <laughs> it's yeah, that's kind of a slow burn. Oh, God. It is. Oh. It's just building. It's getting worse. I'm starting to sweat. I'm intentionally trying not to drink water right now. Oh, get dude. The full experience. Oh, I can eat more, oh, man. I can eat more of those. Well, my time. No, I'm is not on going fire. to, but I can. Oh, dude, it's getting worse. Yeah, it builds. It's it's actually oh. getting worse. Oh. I've heard that's what ghost pepper does, is it just keeps building and Habanero building. Habanero does that, too. It's kind of a slow burner. I'm sweating. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that's oh, hot. I'm full pit stains right now. I, <laughs> you want some milk? Oh, man. I, uh, yeah, I milk. would not yeah. recommend those. Oh. You want me to get some milk? Yeah. Yep. Oh Holy boy! Mother of. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's still getting hotter. Oh, Every... My tongue is on fire, <laughs> on fire. Literally every breath, every exhale, it gets hotter. Oh my god! Every breath I take, <laughs> every shit I take, every. <laughs> oh, it's so hot. I'm sweating. I have sweat on my forehead. Oh. Every TP stroke. Oh, man. Okay. We need to. I'll be wiping you. <laughs> oh, thank oh, you. Oh, boy. Thank you for the milk. Oh, it's still getting hot. Oh, that's so much better. I didn't even know that milk helped that. Oh, man. Yeah, milk's about the only thing that'll. Okay. Um, milk's about the only thing rating. that will. Literally Your wiping sweat. I will off say, my brow. taste, pretty good taste. A lot of times with heat stuff, it just get you know it's just hot. That, that I won't taste flavor. anything all, for like three days. In all honesty, taste like, buds are burnt off. I've made salsa pretty hot before. That's not. I don't know. That's dude. not what I expected it to be. It's I still getting it. hot with me. Like it's getting worse. Mm. Like it's hanging. And around. I can hang. I can hang with some heat, but that. Oh man, it, maybe not those. Yeah, give him like eat the whole thing. I don't eat the whole Let thing. It save just give me another one. Those were pretty good. Oh man, we'll see if it gets worse. <laughs> it's gonna get worse. Yeah. That's Michael blowing his nose. All right, ratings. Cleared me out, man. Okay. Uh, oh, man. I'm going to say that's the hottest thing I've ever had in my mouth. That's not the hottest I've ever had, but mm. that's pretty hot. Oh. It's getting worse. The milk's it actually worse. making it worse. Yeah. I'm giving that, like, for a novelty standpoint, I'm oh. giving it two powerhouse rounds of diarrhea. Oh, it's still getting hotter. <laughs> what about I, you? I don't know. I'm kind of, like, okay with it, like... <clears throat> it's Here. definitely it's definitely hot. I mean, it's not it's oh not. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, hot, another, it's hotter than hell. Another waffle, waffleton, or waffle. I don't recommend eating a whole bag of them. Yeah, I would not. Like it's it's one chip and I'm done, bro. Yeah, it's pretty warm. Yeah, two chips is pretty warm. Yeah, it's bad. I'd, I'll give it at least a three, man. I mean, they taste good. Yeah, good I mean, flavor. they're fine. I can't imagine what that death chip tastes like. Mm-mm. I don't know oh, how. Oh, man. It's still getting know. hotter for me. It's, now it's under my tongue. Has it reached under spread. my tongue yet? Mine's on the back of my throat. It's pretty warm. On the oh, back I of really my throat. hate under the tongue burn. Mine is okay. on the roof of my mouth and my tongue. Can we pause this and then we'll uh, come back when we're not dying? Yeah. All right. Um, hold on. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. Ooh, all right. 
So my lips are burning. <laughs> my tongue's burning. I'm, I'm doing okay now. I've sweated through this shirt. I eat two of them. Well, you're an ass hat. And you said they were hot. They're hot. They're yeah, definitely they're... hot. They are good though. I didn't even give my score. I don't think I don't even. I'm gonna give it five because that's the hottest thing I've ever put in my mouth. I ate uh, some of the blazing wings from Buffalo Wild Wings once. Those were ungodly. Hot. I made uh, <laughs> those were terrible. I made salsa. I make salsa occasionally. I made salsa with uh, a habanero, a serrano, and two jalapenos in it, and that was the hottest thing I've ever put in my face. It was really hot. Yeah. Also, I had the suicide wings from Buffalo Wings. Those were ridiculously that's hot. That's a local. Too. Uh, Local wing place. Wing place. Best, Very good. Best yeah, I had those too. Those were hot. Those are hot. You can eat about one of those. <coughs> okay. Well, we've... Uh, what's the next segment? Yeah. Um, <laughs> man. Uh, we're going to go further up, further in. Let's do this Foofy. before that hits the uh, lower intestine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a runaway freight train through your colon. Oh, boy. Go ahead. All right. So are we? Uh, are yeah, we in foofy we're effy, we're foofy. Take us away. Okay, <clears throat> I was um, thinking about this the other day. Um, the book of Ecclesiastes it was a book that uh, I don't know when I was in seminary. I wouldn't even call it seminary when I was in uh, <coughs> four year VBS um, Bible college. <laughs> I remember studying Ecclesiastes. I remember thinking, even as a pastor, thinking it was just, it's just overly negative. Like, I was always one of those, like, why is this book even in the Bible? It's all negative. I mean, the book starts out meaningless, meaningless. Everything is meaningless. <laughs> um, Same. And is that really how it starts out? Yeah, that's literally the first verse of the entire book. Michael, Second Michael's verse, never sorry. read the Bible. Yeah. Ecclesiastes is not a book I delve into uh, very you should. often. It's good. You really should. It's a really good I've book. I've sort of been reopening it lately. Uh, and there's a famous passage in there, uh, famous because of the band The Birds back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Hey, birds. Yeah. To everything, turn, turn, turn. I don't know the song. You don't know that song. I, I, I've heard it like three. My times. God, I've this heard it like three guy, times. This is the guy. I've that heard can it like freaking three quote times. like every DC Talk Five Iron Frenzy song ever written. Well, he doesn't Brad, know a song by the Birds. I grew up in the '90s, not the '70s, bro. It was in the '60s, and I didn't grow up then either. Um, but it's a song you should know. You still haven't grown up. Anyway, <sighs> so. <clears throat> Isn't it on Forrest Gump? Have you ever seen Forrest yeah, Gump? Yeah, it's in Forrest I've Gump. I've heard the song like maybe three or four times. Anyway, the song is based on this verse. I know the song. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Good? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's how the passage goes. Um, I was thinking about this because uh, I was thinking about my own sort of, um, I hate the word journey. It's such an overused word. Your path. That's uh, There's no good way to say it. Everything's yeah, overused. Road. Sure. My Your, uh, footprints in the sand. <laughs> yes. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Um, I was thinking about it, and I was trying to figure out sort of where I am in the process. And I've been trying to figure this out as I've been reading and studying and everything um, and trying to figure out sort of where I'm at. <clears throat> Sorry. You're right. I'm all right. <laughs> Pepper's getting to you, bro. Pepper and milk. Um <laughs> It's a, that's a great it's gonna, combo. That's going to come back. That's, a good, that's, a, yeah. Yeah, that's a good radio combo, too. Um, I was thinking about where I'm at on the deconstruction process, and I was trying to think, because I've thought for a while that I was already sort of 
on the reconstruction path, and I'm not really sure I am. I, I'm not. Do you ever really? Like, here's an honest question: Do you I, ever really like stop deconstructing and reconstructing? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's <laughs> sort of like an on like a cycle that you just sort yeah. Of, I don't know that. Uh, you, I think if you're all deconstruction, there's got to be some sort of construction. Well, we're, I'm getting to that, right. but. I, I don't I I say this all this to say because I don't know where I'm at because I think I think um, on, hold on, I, I think I think we honestly I, I think the I, we may have talked about this before but like I really hold on to like my theology and my epistemology like I really hold on to those things pretty loosely like mm-hmm. I, I just like Mike like science Mike talked about the butterfly you let the butterfly land you observe it but you don't hold on to it you right let it go I mean. It's kind of where I am with stuff. So I feel like I'm constantly in a phase of deconstructing and reconstructing. And maybe I deconstruct less now than I did. Yeah. Because I've already gone through the major deconstruction. But I, there's times where I'm still de. I think you're always kind of deconstructing and reconstructing. Yeah. Well, I don't know that. Unless you're a Republican. This is the thing. I don't know that you're always reconstructing. I mean, I, I feel like I'm trying to reconstruct something. I don't know where I'm at in that. And I don't know, but I don't. I don't think that's a given that just because you've deconstructed means that you are reconstructing something. I don't know if that's necessarily true. It probably isn't. And I think, um, well, Richard Rohr talks about how a lot of you know, quote unquote, progressives, which is kind of where we would probably tag ourselves, kind of get stuck in the deconstruction phase. Yeah, but they don't ever really get around to reconstructing, and so it's, it's very possible that, that is something. That yeah, I have, you're jumping ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> so here's the passage. Tan target. Yeah, in Ecclesiastes 3, it says this, There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. And a time for hammer time. <laughs> I'm going I'm to so, give you that one. That's pretty that's, good. That's not bad. That's not a bad addition. I like that. Yep. Uh, so, man, that... There's a lot there. There's a lot going on there. But the we thing that I think like is fifteen podcasts on right. That, well, I think just I think the beautiful thing about it, though, this is a book. This is this is part of what's called the wisdom literature of the Old Testament, and I think that's a very interesting title um, because I think Ecclesiastes might be the most wise book in the entire Bible as I read it now. Yeah, yeah. I used to read it. And I used to think it's just negative, like. There's times where it's almost like, um, you know how I read it. Yeah, this is how this is how life is if you don't have Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I read. That's that. right. And I think that I don't know that we were actually directly taught that. I can't really remember. That was kind of the assumption. But I feel like that was kind of an assumption of yeah. This is kind of what it's like if you don't have Jesus. Are you gonna, are you going to talk about Rob Bell? His where he talks about two types of wisdom. Uh, we can we can mention it. Can I mention um, that now, or do you want to wait a second? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, because when it comes to the wisdom literature. Rob Bell, he's talked about this on a couple, one or a couple different places I've heard him. I cannot remember exactly where. But he talks about there's two kinds of, of wisdom in, in the Scriptures. There's the Proverbs wisdom, which is do this and do this, and this is the result. 
He's got a series on wisdom right now yeah. on this podcast. I think on one of his, I think he talks about it in one of his Largo shows with Pete Holmes. Yeah. He mentions um, it in that in, in the that wisdom series yeah. as well. He's not even talking about he's he's not just talking about in the scripture, he's talking about it in life. Yeah. Proverbs wisdom and Ecclesiastes you, wisdom. You do this, you do this, this is the result. A plus B equals C. Um you get good grades so you can go to college, so you can get a good job, so you can make money. Like that's that's essentially Proverbs wisdom. Um, do these things. This is the result. Save money so you can retire. Yes. So, and we all have, and, and that wisdom's necessary. And yeah. There's, it's not. This isn't a good versus bad thing. This is that's necessary. Ecclesiastes wisdom, he says, is when you do all that, and life still kicks your ass. Yep. Yep. And and that's you what you save your money and like you should, and then you lose it all, and then the stock market crashes, yeah. or you spend your life preparing for ministry, and then you get shit canned by a church, and you're left to work in a factory, like. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that story before. <laughs> I'm trying to think where have I heard that. I know a guy, um, but that first that, Mathelonians. <laughs> essentially, that's that's what Ecclesiastes is talking about. Is that you know you did all this stuff and yet you still got your ass kicked by life. And so uh, there's a passage. And I don't know if you're going to get this. There's a passage in Ecclesiastes where he says, "Eat, drink, and be merry." Yeah, like Ecclesiastes wisdom says life is hard. Life is sometimes shit. Enjoy the moment you have. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and that's where... And even the beginning of the book where it says meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. I remember used to thinking, geez, what a nihilistic view of the, yeah. the world. And now I'm like, no, I think it's very wise. Because really, it's, it's all... I mean, he says in later parts of the book, it's just a vapor chasing after the wind. Mm-hmm. Like, life is just a vapor. You have today. You have, you have today. Moment. So that's like, it. what... Yeah, and so, yeah, it kind of all is meaningless. Like, we put all this weight to things that they're gone. Mm -hmm. They're here and they're gone. Listen to uh, Vapor by Gunger. Good song. Okay. Um, But this passage, going back to this passage, a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, the thing that I think is brilliant about it is that this is wisdom, is to see to come to a true understanding and not just to, Oh yeah, I know that happens, but like a genuine in your bones understanding of that. There is in life a, an ebb and flow oh, yeah. of life Absolutely. and death of building and tearing down of, you know, all these things, planting, reaping. There are these seasons that there's an ebb and flow. And sometimes we're in control of that. And other times we're not in control of that. And God, it sucks. Like it, it does. It, it, yeah, 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 it does. It absolutely... When you're in a season that is... Yeah. Just, and we've had some people in the pub who've talked about this even today, and yeah. like yesterday. Like, it, when you're in a season, man, that is just beating you to death, yeah. like, it is... It's hard to see that there's ever an end to it. It is. It's hard to yeah. see that there's actually seasons that it, it won't always be like this. You would read this and go, there's a, you know... A time for everything. Well, maybe not. Apparently, there's <laughs> one season and I'm stuck in the worst part of it. <clears throat> right. So. Yeah. God's taking a shit on you. Yeah. So, and I, and I, you know, I've been through times in my life where it's felt like that too. Um, I'm in a relative good spot right now, but I know something will happen at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something's going to yeah. happen. I can't spend time worrying about what that thing's going to be or be, being fearful of uh, at some point the other shoe's going to drop. Well, and if we talk, if we're going to be honest, I mean, that's one of my great struggles I, mean, I struggle with depression i've mentioned that before on this podcast but, and that's one of the downsides this is that's matt speaking yeah by that's, the way. that's one of the downsides of depression is that you tend to focus on the negative so you feel like you're never going to get out of it and you feel like 
you're always looking for what's the next thing that's going to drop. And so you constantly don't live in a moment. You live in the moment. You live in fear of tomorrow. Yeah. And that's, that's and it's a shitty way to live. I'll just say that right now. It sucks. Yeah. It's, it's one of the, you know, it's kind of the next point I wanted to, to, to make was the problem happens when we only get stuck on one side of that ledger. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's the life and the death. There's the time to be born, a time to die, time to plant. Time, you know, we just get stuck on one side of that. Um, and sometimes, and I think this is the problem with so many, the problem with so much of what I see of Christianity today is you get stuck on just the planting section, the born section, the, you know, there's never an acknowledgement of the dark. Yeah. Um, we just want to say that everything's light because we have Jesus and everything is great. And then you get guys like Joel Osteen with his shit-eating grin up there acting like nothing is ever wrong <laughs> as long as you do the right things and give enough money. And, and, uh, and you know, you get, you get the idea that the spiritual life, whatever, just life, let's just call it life, is just supposed to be one endless party and one endless... Um, time of building. Yeah. And, and so that, that creates a problem because at some point life is going to catch up with you. Mm-hmm. People around you that you love are going to die. You're going to get sick. Uh, you're going to get in a car wreck. Your house is going to burn down, you're, you know, whatever it might be. And you're then faced with this. So what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Instead of having what wisdom says is no, no, no. You didn't do anything wrong. That's life. Life. There's a time to be born and a time to die. There's a time to plant and a time to tear and time to reap. There's a time, you know, no, like it's acknowledging both sides, but then you can go to the other side and you can never see the good. Yeah. And you can only see like every little thing that happens that's dark or bad or whatever um, can just pile up to the point where you just go, there's no good. Yeah, like there's and, never a time to plant. And I don't mean this in like, I don't want anybody to think I'm being blase. Like if you're in one of those times where it's very difficult to see any light. Um, well, or shit. To see I mean, you, any, guys, you guys know that I'm there. I mean, like, right. That's where I've been for a while now. Like it's a real struggle right now for a number of reasons I've shared on this podcast. And you, you even in those times, you have moments where it feels like there's, hey, things are starting to turn a corner. Well, then the next day you're, fucking air conditioning breaks and you're out six you know sixty five hundred more dollars so like it's i don't know it is really for those of you who are in that spot understand that they're at least one of the three of us who are there now and yeah and i don't and it's really hard right like i said i don't want to give the impression that i'm saying well you just need to pull yourself up and get on the right side No, no i'm just saying like you can't live there Forever, and I, there's no timetable on that. I'm not saying, well, give it a week, and then you should be looking right. at the bright side of life. I mean, no, like there is a time for it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, it's acknowledging that you're in a season that there's this time, and this season may be very difficult and trying, but it is a season, and at some point there will be a, a better season. Um, so here's an honest question about yeah. that: Are there? I have my opinions, but I'll, let's see what you put sure. to you guys. Are there ways? to sort of help move yourself out of that season? Or is it is it really a circumstantial thing? No, I think... Um, I mean, if you read the New Testament, it doesn't seem to be all that circumstantial. I can't yeah. begin to say... 
I know what other people have right. through. Like, yeah, 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 all yeah, I know is sure. my experience. So for me right. to say, oh, just do this, this, and this, and suck it up, and you'll be fine, yeah, is bullshit. Yeah, like I realize that I can't say I can't expect how I handle with stress, how I handle with uncertainty, to be how you do, Matt, or you, Brad. I, I like how I handle it is I just it doesn't bother me. And it's it's years and years of not letting things bother me about the future that got me there. Got me there. Me there. Me there. Do that for the next, you know, thirty years, and you'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. There's not. This isn't a. Uh, there's no like. There's no answer. If you do, there's, there's no, no, there's no five steps. There's, there's no silver bullet. Right. There's no like five step thing that I can say. Somebody might have this, a silver bullet that helps them specifically, and what is what they need to do exactly. Maybe right. I mean, it could be a mantra. Maybe for you, it is pray more, reading the Bible more. I don't know. That's not me. Maybe I don't know. Like it, it is. It's it, it's going to be different for everybody. Whatever it might be. Maybe it's seeing a therapist. Maybe it's maybe it's seeing a doctor that can give you medicine. Maybe it's, you yeah. know, it is embracing. I've got it. a good friend that um, he's been on the podcast before. That how he's dealt with his very difficult season is he took up photography and it's been like a therapy thing for him. Um, it's been very healing. Um, so that's that's his. There's, there's a million different things. Let me tell you what doesn't help. Um, what doesn't help is going, God is doing this. <laughs> like if you're in one of those tough times to go, uh, God is doing this, and so then therefore within your brain goes, so then what have I done wrong? Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong that is causing this to be, to my life to be hashtag unblessed? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever it might be, you know what I mean? Um that doesn't help, and that's not true. So God has nothing to do with that. Um, what I can, what I do know is that God is with you. Um, what I really also doesn't wish... help is for you to try and speak into somebody else when you don't know what they're right. going through. Right, right, and that's the difficult thing, and that's and why that's dangerous. It, is. it can be really fucking dangerous because yeah, 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 you're yeah. not qualified to talk to that person. Absolutely. About that thing. I um, I had a there was a quote. Uh, let me find it real quick that I read from the Divine Dance today. <laughs> Uh, Richard Rohr's yeah, new book. Be a lot of Richard Rohr coming up in the next few um, episodes. Hey, do you guys want to see my divine dance? It says, not really. No, nobody does. It says this: instead of God being the eternal threatener, we have God as the ultimate participant in everything, both the good and the painful. Yeah. So whatever you're going through, whatever season, whether it's a good season, bad season, God is with you. That isn't God is doing this. That means God is with you in solidarity. Um, because that's all God. That's what God can do. That's what God is. Is that God is in the good? God is in the pain. God is with you all of it, through all of it, in all of it. Um, but I want to I want to talk especially also about those because we have so many listeners and we're included in this that are going through the deconstruction phase um, of their faith that. There is a time to deconstruct. There's a time to tear down, which is what you're doing. Um, this is what I was thinking about myself. Within myself was that I, that one especially stuck with me: a time to tear down and a time to build. Mm-hmm. That there is a time to tear down. Um, but what I've started to realize through whatever intuition, whatever it is, God, whatever you want to call it, uh, is that I was just tearing and tearing and tearing yeah. down into powder and not building anything back up in its place. And that's where I was trying to figure out where am I at in this? <coughs> I don't really know. I don't know. Um, 
I think I've reconstructed some, or I'm in the process of building oh, something so. up. Yeah, I think so. But I'm not sure what that even is or what it looks like, and I'm not sure I can put it into words. Um, but you can, like, you can get stuck on one side of that ledger, and that's where the problem occurs. Mm-hmm. You can get stuck in just reconstructing. Um, but where I was stuck before that, or I'm sorry, with deconstructing, where I was stuck before that in my faith was I was only constructing. I was only building, and I was building a house of cards for my faith yeah. and just building up walls around it so that nothing could defeat it. Was That's, it on uh, solid ground or sandy ground? <laughs> well, it turns out it was pretty sandy, but it needed mm-hmm. to be. Um, I thought it w- but, you know, it was just, I was just building and building and building and building and it had never torn anything down. And the tearing down has what has brought me life. But at the same time, I was tearing so much, I was becoming nothing more than just cynical. Yeah. And, um, and I still, and it is, it's easy to do. And I still fall into that. I think all um, of us do. And I've been just lately in the last few months really been sort of, and this is where I was starting to get really sort of, to use the old churchy word, convicted. Of, <laughs> the Lord put it on your heart. Yeah, of the, you know, firing people into the sun was, it was just cynicism. The spirit moved in you. Yeah. yeah, and that was it, it. Was starting to bother me, and it bothered me for a while. And that was when I said to you guys, and I think you guys are kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It's probably, probably shouldn't, probably don't need to be doing. I that. had a pretty gross feeling about it. Yeah, for and a it while was fine. I, I don't regret firing Donald Trump into the sun, but I do regret not regretting it. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, that's very. It's gross. Very astute yeah. of you. So I, I had a thought um, today about deconstruction. Um, and kind of why we do, I think why it's, we do that and why it's important to do that. Because I think for those of us and those of you who listen to this podcast who are in that deconstruction phase, I think the people who deconstruct get a sense that that what they experience in life is often at odds with their theology or their epistemology, how they know things. And so, and I think what happens is they, they long for a unity between their experience and what they know to be true at the deepest levels of their being. Mm-hmm. And so what, what the task of Reconstruction then becomes is an attempt to provide a synthesis or a wholeness, a shalom, if you will, uh, of being between those two things, between their theology and their experience, so that they're unified at the deepest levels of their consciousness. Um, Rob Bell gives a great example of this sort of idea in one of the Largo shows with Pete Holmes. He talks about the transgender community and how... What's going on essentially in the transgender community? Again, if you're transgender, please understand we don't. This we're not experts in this, but this is sort of at least on one level. I think what's going on is that what's inside of them and what's in their outward physical makeup aren't in synthesis. They feel something different than what people see, and what they long for, like people like quote you know people like Caitlyn Jenner. What they long for is a synthesis of those two things. They want the inward to reflect the outward and the outward to reflect the inward. Yeah. And I think the same thing is true of deconstructing and reconstructing people. They want what's going on inside of them, what they know to be true, what they feel in the depths of their being to be true, to be reflected in how they interact with the world and how they think about the world and how they see people. They want that shalom. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it is. They and want we all want that. Yeah, and, I th- and that's something to be celebrated and that's something to be encouraged. Um, so if you're in those phases, please understand we're, we're encouraging you to continue down that path. I think another thing that's really important to say that a lot of times when you're in some of the darker spots when in, in the different seasons that we're talking about, it's it's 
extremely, extremely important to know that um, no matter where you are, uh, you're not alone. Right. No. That's that. And that's that's the biggest thing because those feelings that you have, those dark feelings that you get, that anxiety, that stress, even even in the happy times, there there can be people that are completely happy, but everyone else is around them is fucking miserable. Know that you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone in in your pain. You're not alone in your grief. You're not alone in your joy. Yeah. You're not a, alone in your suffering. You're not alone in any of it. And I, I think that's that's the, like, out of all the advice I could give to anyone, it's to know that you're not alone. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what's been so wonderful about the pub. Uh, $1 get you in, patreon.com. Yep, yep, um, yep. Uh, is that I think people in there understand that intuitively, that this is a place we can come and share everywhere, wherever we are, share our pain, share our joys, and you realize you're not alone. Like there are people, literally dozens, literally dozens of us all over the world, quite literally, as part of this pub, who understand now that we're not alone. And they, that that's a that's a very powerful thing to realize that a lot of posts, that you're not alone. A lot of posts on the pub start out with um, I can't post this on my wall. I need to because vent. Of this. Yeah, 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 I need yeah. to vent because yeah. of this. Mm, yep. I need to say it to someone. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I think that's Man, that's sanctuary. And you know what I found fascinating about that is on those posts, this is a little sidetracked, but maybe it's not, is that I don't know if I've really noticed anybody offering advice necessarily. Like when it's asked for, they do. Most people are like, man, that sucks. And or God, or I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. God, that's so powerful when that happens. Like, I think there's I'm, somebody put something that somebody's comment was just solidarity. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That was it. And that's all you needed to say. And, was, that, yeah. and that's that's what it is. I mean, yeah. sometimes there's just no words, just no advice. You just say, man, that sucks. I'm with you. I experienced that. I understand. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll wrap this up. I've got a couple other thoughts and we can wrap this up. Um, I had deconstruction is absolutely essential to growth. So understand that if you haven't gone through that process, nobody can lead you there. You have to just do it. You start asking mm-hmm. questions and things get messy. Yeah. It, it and things ugly. start crumbling. It's that is frightening. As three of us can it's, attest to that. It's painful. And it's it. going to cost you some stuff, it including hurts. friendships, jobs, maybe Facebook friends, careers in our case. Yeah. Um, but it's absolutely essential to growth. I would not change one second of the the life I've had. Not one second. No, because on on the other side of that, it was yes. it was exhilarating too. Like the what we were yeah. learning and coming to understand about Jesus yeah. and the way the universe is. Like it was, you know what I think. Utterly, utterly fascinating. Here's and here's just what I was exciting. thinking about. I was thinking about this this week. And this is for me, and I, I think this would hopefully this will resonate with other people. It was like that my whole life I was eating tomatoes from a grocery store. No, hold on. And they were fine. Mm-hmm. They're okay. I hate tomatoes. It was an <laughs> I do. I freaking hate them. There's the derail. Thanks, Michael. Pick Sorry. pick a pick something you like. Yes. All right. Um I like bananas. I like baby roof candy bars. <laughs> Thanks, sloth. Mm. All right. Bananas are good, bro. So anyway. All right, tomatoes. So yeah. it, Tomatoes. It was like my entire life I had just been eating tomatoes from the grocery store. And for the first time, I was offered a tomato, like an heirloom tomato from a farmer's market or like from somebody's garden. Yeah. And when I tasted it, I went, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I 
thought I had tasted a tomato until yeah. I actually tasted a real one. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back to the grocery store tomatoes. Yeah. Like that to me has kind of been what the deconstruction and whatever this wherever section I'm in now, what that process has been is literally tasting something better and going, I don't know what that was, but I want that. Well, I mean, how many times do we you and I have phone calls, especially while we were still in quote unquote ministry? Where it was like, dude, I just read this. Holy shit! Can you believe this? Yeah, she was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like, we want to share that with people. But even too. even more than just what I've read, like a sense of contentment and calm, a sense yeah. of joy that I can't, I can't put into words. No. I really can't. The like, good, the good things you can't. Yeah, and I just, yeah. I, I, I can't. I, I, I sit here and I fumble over myself. I've, my entire life, I've been, most of my life, I've been a pastor, a teacher, whatever. And I, when people ask me about, like, once I started on this journey, I had no words. No. Yeah. I can't, I can't put it into words other than the tomato thing. Like, I was yeah. trying to, what's a concise way that people could understand? And that's the only way I could come up with talking about it was going, yeah, it's like tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a grocery store tomato versus a farmer, like a garden yeah. tomato. Yeah. And. Do you mean to blow your mind? You know, you'd think, you'd think it's a tomato. You think you've had tomatoes until you've had one from a garden. Then you go, I had never had it before. Yeah. I'm about to blow your mind. Just wait until I'm you. Sure, you are. Wait until you grow your own tomatoes. I've grown my own tomatoes. Your own heirloom tomatoes. I'm just metaphorically is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. That, no, that's, that's the next step. Like when you discover stuff. Yeah, when you discover stuff on your own, like you start. Like for us, I know. Like one of the greatest things that, <laughs> when Brad and I went to that conference in Wisconsin with Rob Bell, like one of the greatest things was the bibliography he gave us. Yeah. Like, and so we just started buying all these books and like reading all this stuff and going, "Holy shit!" You start discovering stuff on your own, and like. Well, and then now it's even like uh, I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to understand stuff outside of teachings I'm hearing, and it's yes. like there's almost a like an inner intuition, mm-hmm. like that's where this whole thing came from. But this Ecclesiastes passage just popped into my head one day, yeah, and I went, "Oh man, yeah." There's these seasons, and there's this time to tear down. I need to continue to start to rebuild or continue to rebuild whatever yeah. I'm doing to try to get something greater. Um, and that was wasn't anything I had heard. It was it was just a, I don't know. That that's just kind of where I'm at. And there again, I'm fumbling over myself. But one thing I think needs to be said is there's no timetable on deconstruction. No. Like I don't want you to get the I don't want anybody to get the idea that we're saying like that I'm saying. You know, well, you've been deconstructing and you need to stop doing that, and it's time to start rebuilding because there's no timetable for that. It could take years. Well, and you get to go back to it, what you said, what we said earlier. That I'm not sure that I, I feel like it's a cycle, like. You know, Richard Rohr talks about the two great teachers are great love and great suffering. You always experience those in life. So if you're always experiencing those, you're always learning something. And when you learn, learning is essentially just deconstructing what you've... Part of learning is unlearning. Yeah, It's it's a deconstructing of what you've been taught previously and going, oh, wait, I thought it was this way. It's actually this way. Or I thought it was this way, and I'm not sure what it is now. Yeah. Like, I think that's... I I don't think you ever stop. Like, we've been doing this for 15 years. Yeah. Deconstructing and reconstructing our faith um, since about 2002, yep. 2003-ish, I mean, probably. Yep. So, I mean, we're 13, 14 years into this, and it. I'm still doing it. I'm still go, look, learning stuff and reading stuff and thinking about stuff that totally changes my perception of how the universe works, of how I relate to people, 
how I relate to my own life. I mean, I don't think you ever stop doing it. I think it's important yeah. too that you do realize that it is a journey, that it is you do need forward motion. There like there are seasons, but you need to grow from this. And uh, you said there's no timeline, but I but I think for some people, um, they they need a timeline to get out of it. I, and what I mean well, by I, what I mean by that is I'm just imagining a 40 year old on a tricycle. They need to take the wheels off at some point and grow yeah, in, I, in I, this. I think that's I think that's valid. I'm just saying what I mean, you know. Well, you know, you've been doing this for five years. It's time. That's what you get. You can't do that. Yeah. I think you'll know. There, you have to listen carefully to your inner voice. Mm-hmm. If you start to get feeling really, you know, like <laughs> you start to get feeling really icky about some of the things you're saying online, or icky about um, firing people into the sun. Right. I mean, stuff like that. That was part of my inner voice going, I, man, I just, I'm just deeply uncomfortable with it now. Um, you know, if you feel cynicism growing in yourself, then that may be the clue that it's time to start rebuilding and start finding something or else. Even better. just rebuilding parts of what you're Right, like, right, right. Yeah, I, I would have <laughs> So I'm just, that's what I mean by timetable is that we're not saying it's time to do this and time to do it now. Maybe for you it is, uh, but maybe it isn't. And so. Yeah, I, I just th- but there's a time for everything. Now I want to end uh, with right after that passage in Ecclesiastes three, and then I'm going to end by um, "You're Not Alone" by Michael Jackson. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Kidding, just kidding. Um, maybe. In verse eleven, it says, "He meaning God, God has made everything beautiful in its time. He's also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end." Hmm. I love that. Read that He's, again. He has made everything beautiful in its time. In its time. Mm-hmm. Like, let that sink in. That was the one that really hit me. He made everything beautiful in its time, including the bad. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. That, you know, we don't really know necessarily what's what's going on in certain times of our life or certain seasons. Um but there is a certain trust level, I think, if that's the kind of person you are, if you're a faith-leaning person, whatever. Um, there is some semblance, and I can see this in my life, that God, the divine, whatever, has been there the whole time. There's been, he's had, there's been a hand in it. God wasn't causing any of it. Um, but he was def- God was definitely there. Uh, and that's... I. It, I look back at even all the bad stuff and I go, yeah, there's some beauty in that because yeah. there's something that has, there's something better that came out on the other side of it. Yeah. So, all right. All right. This concludes further up, further in. That was a good one. That felt good. I'm just saying. Yeah. That was a good discussion. It really was. I enjoyed that. Good talk, guys. <laughs> good talk. Uh, now good we're going to go. Good friends. Now we're going to go into feedback. Matt, do you have a five star review for us? I do. We had two and one disappeared. Yeah, yeah. one disappeared somewhere. I'm Whoever not you are, sure bring what it happened back. to it? it I've, a, I've like closed and it was really iTunes good. and reopened it like several times yeah, just in hopes really that it would pop back so, up again. Uh, this one is from Jen Flynn Mack. Uh, ab workout for the new, lazy. New rapper. Yeah. Wiki wiki. <laughs> ab workout for the lazy and nourishment for the heart. Uh, I discovered this podcast a couple weeks ago and I've been listening to as many old and new episodes as I have time for. We've been discovered. We're gonna hit it big. Keep going. We're we're just, we're Justin Bieber to just Usher. Put your head down and power through. A few days ago, I noticed my abs were sore, 
I took me it took me a few minutes to realize it was from laughing so hard for hours while listening to the <laughs> pastors. In between all the laughter, these guys have tucked in great conversations and interviews more than a podcast. More, excuse me, that was a period there. Uh, more than a podcast, they've created a community for people who are mid or post deconstruction to explore topics of faith and spirituality in an environment that feels more like drinks with friends than like church. If you find yourself craving spiritual growth but can't wait, but can't quite get on board with mainstream church, think. This might be just the place for you. Thank so, you. Thank you, Jennifer. Very Thanks, Jen that. Flynn. Yep. She uh, promptly went to the pub, too. She did. She did. We and had a lot of new pub members lots. in the yeah. last couple weeks. What's up, pubs? Or, I guess, yeah. what's up, turds? We yes. had another really good inter- review, and it went away, so I don't know what happened. If you deleted your interview, bring it back. Please. Please. Really or your interview, your review. Yeah. Um, now we're going to go into a Twitter feedback. Um a lot of new comments from people that we haven't had comments from. So, Emily McGoolish at EEE McGuire um, wrote at Pastors Podcast and at Derek Webb, this is awesome. So, <laughs> thank you, Emily. Interview. It was a good interview. So yeah, it was fun. Yep. We, we have been glowing ever since. Yeah. There, so, Derek was a good interview. Yeah. Um, Sandra Ann Turnball at Goddess Kindled. Uh, wrote at Pastor's podcast lessons and how to be open, vulnerable, stay curious, and swear with feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Great conversation and funny. Yay, new show for me. Thank you, Sandra. Mm-hmm. We're pumped to have you. Um, Thad Pittman at Real Thad Pittman. Um, wrote, As opposed to fake Thad Pittman. Yes, the real, genuine Thad. Um, said uh at Derek Webb at Pastors Podcast. I always appreciate your honesty and thoughtful answers, Derek. So thanks. Yep. Uh Han Bateman or Han Bateman or at Hannibal Bateman <laughs> on Twitter. Uh wrote um at Pastors Podcast, Sinning Like Jesus, Human Bible, does what we believe matter? Okay, I just have to give this pod a good listen. Um, and then he did, and he said, so you guys are like a crew of drinking, thinking, former ev- evangelical pastors who've deconstructed, reconstructed your faith, because this is yeah, really entertaining yeah, and in, enjoying listening to it a lot. Yeah. So, I think I said put that shit on a t-shirt and I'd wear it. Thanks, Han Brolo. <laughs> he's been he's been waiting a week. To yes, do that. I can almost guarantee I had to think it. about it. No, I had to, because I, <laughs> I wanted to say Han Solo, but I had to change it. So Han Brolo, um, <laughs> Becky Seville, who is a new turd as well. Um, turd is what we call people who support us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Boy, if that's not a sales hey, pitch. Hey, they voted on it. Not we didn't. Yeah, that's that was our yeah. decision. Yeah. T E R D S. Yep. Um, another dangerous place to listen to at Pastors Podcast is driving, especially when MJ Basinger sings "I've Got a Chip in a Box." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh out loud too when I re-listened to it. Um, at uh, Indiana Eric, Eric Riddle wrote, um, uh, when is Brandon Andrus coming back on the podcast to discuss hashtag Gorilla Theater, hashtag where is the Northwest, Gary, Indiana. Um, I To which I responded, uh, Brandon has left social media and we've been sending him smoke signals ever since, <laughs> and he has yet to respond. We'll get Brandon back on the podcast. Yeah, yeah we need it. We we need we need Brandon. We need, we need him. Um, and then 
Uh, Callie at Callie Search 79 wrote, is it podcast day yet? Highlight of my week. Nice. Thank you. She also has Alvin Chipmunks on vinyl. Uh, <laughs> she needs to rethink her life choices. Her words, not mine. Um, and then we've got a, a new guy uh, who's been blowing it up. He's also uh, one of the turds as well. I'm sure he appreciates it. Um, at <laughs> It's Ray at Galactic Wonderlust um, said, for your show, for some, your show is church. You're inspiring people to better themselves, think and love as Christ's example shows us. Hmm. And then hashtag WWAAD. Oh. I forgot about that one. Yeah. It's what would Ashley and Alex do. Oh, that's right, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. He said, if you guys keep talking like this, you're going to get disfellowshipped. And your response was hashtag life goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure that's happened already yeah. in many circles. He said much. a lot of nice things. He also said the Christ consciousness shows are the type where you keep buying new copies of the tape because they keep wearing them out. Yeah, that was a great comment. Um, and he said he's been uh, waiting 30 plus years um, for us to grow up. <laughs> so thanks, Ray. So so of our parents. <laughs> and um, he also said we need a pa- we need a pastor's app with a fire people into the sun button. <laughs> Not a terrible idea. Um, and then he also sent us a link to uh, a, a a new Bible, um, the original Klingon version of the Bible. <laughs> so that's a real. Thing. Well, that's a real throwback yeah, to the Bible yeah. stuff. Wow. A lot of Ray is is binging quickly. So thanks, Ray. Um. Sarah Kate, formerly uh, Ron Swanson's daughter. I'm just going to keep doing <laughs> every it. Every week. Every week. Uh, uh, super love this episode uh, this week. Rockstars, hashtag tattoos as timelines. Hashtag two haggis bags. Um, I love that she uh, at Derek Webb did that one too, because yeah. he's probably wondering what are haggis bags. Um, and then she said, I keep... I keep saying things like, what a big, beautiful bunch of haggis bags those guys are <laughs> in her head. So thank, thank you. And then Nathan Miller West summed it all up together by saying, at Pastor's Podcast, hashtag Sean Connery's haggis bags starring in hashtag Randy the movie. Sadly, <laughs> they were hashtag slapped into a Slim Jim and proved to be hashtag the weaker vessel. <laughs> Oh, oh wow, that's uh, Randy the movie. So uh, Nathan Miller West, I, I saw a Slim Jim commercial that he freaking died laughing because I actually said <laughs> "slap into a Slim Jim" in my head. <laughs> so Nathan Miller West bringing the beer, bringing the jokes. Man, we got to make Randy, Randy, Randy the movie. I, don't I still have no idea where that came from. I'm sure it's. I'm. I probably stole it from somebody, but Randy. I feel really bad if there's any. Listeners out there named Randy. We're not making fun of you, I promise. Yeah, we kind of are. You're, you're, <laughs> well, it's more of making fun of your parents. Okay, Michael. They named is. you Randy. Um, Michael's terrible. Yeah. What a bad person. And if, if, you, if your name's Randolph, but you go by Randy, that's your choice. You can change it. Randy. Randy, Randy, Move Randy. On. Yeah, we um, just lost like five listeners. It's closing time. <laughs> um, rate us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Write a review on iTunes or, you know, write the one you had already on there and deleted it. <laughs> Dang it. Um, check us out on our website, ingloriouspastards.com. You can read our <laughs> wonderful bios on there. Um, <laughs> and then support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pastardspodcast. Uh, $1 will get you into the Pastards Pub. It's a group on Facebook. It's closed. So if you try to join, I'm going to send you a really nice letter saying, sorry, you have to support us or... 
You can interact us with us on Twitter, whatever. Make it rain, please. Um, we'll take uh, five dollar donations, twenty dollar donations, one dollar, a million dollars. Um, and now it's that time of the week where we go with our hashtags. I got a bunch. Let's I've, got, I've only got three. Go first. Okay. Uh, no, I've got four. Sorry. Uh, hashtag Hallelujah Ho Down. Yeah, buddy. Uh, this is my personal favorite. Hashtag McButt Smuggling. <laughs> Come on, that's pretty damn good. I've got some similar ones, but yeah, go ahead. Come on. You got to put smuggling. Mick on that, right? McButt yeah. Smuggling. All right. Uh, first, Mathalonians. How about Buck <laughs> Butt McSmuggled? No, it's definitely McButt Smuggling. Okay, go ahead. Uh, first, Mathalonians. <laughs> and then uh, hashtag Han Brolo. Yeah. Uh, I've got hashtag Mario Cat. Yep. Uh, hashtag we done bitches. <laughs> uh, hashtag nugget cam. Nugget cam. Hashtag dozens of unused condoms. <laughs> I've got hashtag butt smuggler. Uh, it's hash- got to be Mick butt smuggler. I like Mick butt. That's pretty good. Uh, hashtag rectum full of nuggets. This one's too long, but I like it. Hashtag runaway freight train through your colon. Uh, hashtag a time for hammer time. Yeah, I got that. And hashtag unblessed. <laughs> I got hashtag foamy McFomerson. Uh, <laughs> hashtag unicorns died off. Hashtag Skywalker as Jawa. Um, hashtag butt smuggled. Um, and hash- that says a lot about us that that's the only one that all three of us had. <laughs> Hash- hashtag full pit stains. I, um, I like McBucks, McButt's buggling. What's that's- the, um, can we, can we tie it into like the, the um, hamburglar? No. I think it just needs to be. I Mc, think McButt. How about butt burglar? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Butt burglar. No, Mc, McButt burglar. No, McButt smuggling. McButt like, smuggling. Yeah, I like butt smuggled. No, <laughs> no, because that could be anything. This is this is more specific. McButt smuggling. I you like got to put the smuggled. Mick in there. He butt smuggled. Oh, Mick butt smuggled. Yeah. What do you think I was saying? I, I just heard the ing at the end. I wanted yeah. it to be past tense. Butt smuggled. McButt smuggled. I like McButt smuggling. That's yeah, I think Big Butt smuggling. Yeah. You're, out, you're out. You're out voting on this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I like how we just spent five minutes trying to figure out how we we're going to put McButt smuggling into. A well, podcast. I was thinking more of like past tense. It's already happened, but you guys are present tense. I don't like, know. I feel like that guy's gonna gonna going to keep going right down that, uh, that um, path. He. I didn't even show you his his. Uh, picture. I feel like he's going to be McButt smuggling other things, whether it's can, at McDonald's or not. We just need we just need to pause for a brief moment so I can pull up the picture of this guy, and it'll it'll tell you. I'm what I was. No, you can show us afterwards. No, no, no. no. The, you need. I need just people need to hear your response to what this guy looks like. Um, it'll it'll blow your effing mind hole. Um, well, there's, hashtag, there's another one. Hashtag F and mine hole. All right. I was going to show you the picture and then have you guess what he went to prison for. Um, but here's the picture. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> totally worth it. If there was ever somebody I thought would shove chicken nuggets up his ass, yeah, it would be that guy. <laughs> it's that guy. Wow. All right. So That's pretty special. We'll have the link on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, but if you are listening to this and have gotten all the way to the end, hit us up on social media with hashtag McButtSmuggling. Yes. We like, to, we like to pick hashtags that Michael can't pronounce. ButtSmuggalo. It's like a juggalo. Deuce Bigelow, ButtSmuggalo. <laughs> All right. It's straight, um, straight to DVD. On Twitter. <laughs> to uh, get released in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> at Pastor's Podcast. 
at Polly named Brad. He's oh, not yeah, paying attention. Like, at Polly named Matt. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, any closing thoughts, guys? No, man. I'm good. Um, let me look at my agenda. Make sure we got everything done that we need to say. <laughs> uh, Facebook.com slash pastors podcast. Here's the problem with all the, here's the problem with all these, like, these new mics is that now he just randomly makes freaking yeah, noises into the mic. Stop. Stop. Just end it. You're Hit the not alone. Hit the button. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to go into just the tip of the week. Uh, this week it is Bradley Polly Esquire. Here we go. Hi, friends. Uh, it's Brad here. With your just the tip of the week. Regulators. <laughs> we regulate any stealing of his property. We damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. You gotta be handy with the steal, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. Mount up. Thank you, friends. <laughs> totally don't know that song. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. That's Warchy Nate Dog, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do <laughs> <laughs>